listening to The Gender Rebels. I'm Kathleen, a cis woman and ally. And I'm Faith, a trans woman. Gender Rebels is a question and answer podcast that explores life outside the gender binary. A big thanks to our Patreon supporters. If you'd like to support the show, go to patreon.com slash gender rebels. Hey everyone, I'm Kat. And I'm Faith. Faith, we have new patrons to thank. Oh my thank. gosh, we love our patrons. Yes, we want to thank Cizik. S-I-Z-I-K. Very cool name, by the way. And we also want to thank Athena Tate. You guys, thank you so, so much. Thank you. Your support means so much to us. And if you're listening now and you want to support, there are links down below. Or don't. The show's free. It's cool. But we love our supporters. Yeah. All right. So before we get started today, one quick correction. We did our episode on the Transgender Wellness Conference in Philly. Yes. Had a great time. Listen, mm-hmm. Give that a listen. Mm-hmm. And go at some point but there's we actually got a few comments because apparently we had said the manzoni center ran everything and people wanted to let us know that the trans planning committee uh actually played a huge role in this that manzoni provide the space and they the trans planning committee actually kind of booked the guests and, and they've been doing this from the start and manzoni is a great organization and, and, a, and a group that's really good for transgender people but has become a partner in the planning and aren't 100% of it. So thank you very much. We weren't leaving you out, committee. Thanks for the heads up. Now stop emailing us. <laughs> All right, Faith, I got another question. Yes, go ahead. What do you know about illegal silicon injections? I This is actually something that, thankfully, in my transition has always kind of been a negative. Okay. Um, For me, I have actually... I remember reading on... The website TS Roadmap, mm-hmm. link down below. They're kind of an older website that has quite a bit of information about transition. Mm-hmm. Everything from like how to pick a name, how to do your handwriting, how to get on hormones, and they have a oh they have a, a whole whole section about like dangers, mm-hmm. including you know here's some advice for how to do sex work safely if you need oh. to do sex work work to survive. Mm-hmm. But they also had a big thing on silicone injection. Mm. And this is something that I had read about a few times. Mm-hmm. I thankfully read about it early enough that I knew enough about it that I didn't really... You weren't have, tempted. Wasn't tempted. So okay. what silicone injections are is they basically take silicone mm-hmm. and... They literally just inject it into your body. So they actually physically inject this below your skin, um, even possibly below the muscle. It depends on the practitioner. And they will basically fill up your butt, fill up your hips, give you some nice curves, fill up your boobs. So basically what they do is they take a tube of silicon and or silicone. What's and, the difference? Um, silicon is an element. Hmm. Uh, it's basically sand, uh, is what we know it as. That's, hmm. that's actually silicon dioxide or quartz. Mm-hmm. Um, silicone is basically a polymer created with silicon mm-hmm. and water, carbon, a bunch of other junk in there. Mm-hmm. That's kind of like a plasticky gel type mm-hmm. thing. Um, it's used in breast implants, apparently in catheters. Contact lenses are made of it. Bandages. Yeah. 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 So it's just kind of a flexible sort of plasticky, so it's solid the, liquid thing. So we're talking about injecting the flexible plasticky thing and not about injecting the metal 
or quartz or, or no you're like we're that. not injecting quartz it's the plasticky stuff right. so they inject that in your butt in your hips kind of anywhere you want to have in a your more, face too. in your face yeah. you can have cheekbones anywhere you want kind of more curvaceous mm-hmm. uh mm-hmm. look to yourself and so this was a great talk a really amazing talk by kendall stevens basically what you know these this is actually very 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 incredibly dangerous <laughs> let's get that out of the way this is not Super. a sanctioned medical practice first of all don't do this don't do this even if a doctor or someone who tells you they're a doctor says that you can do this don't do this yeah but this is something like if you see like say some trans women um you may see uh particularly in like pornography uh you might see trans women who are like super duper curvaceous and it's Mm -hmm. like how did that happen unless you start hormones at like 12 Mm -hmm. that's not gonna happen and it's basically silicone Mm -hmm. a lot of them have had silicone injections and there are safe silicone implants obviously there's breast implants um Silicone ones were taken off the market for a while, but they're back on now and they've worked out the kinks and you don't have to have saline implants. You can't have silicone implants. You can have silicone butt implants. There's hip implants. Like there are legitimate medical ways to do this, but there are also injections. Yeah. And that's the difference. If it's an injection, run away. If it's an implant, check your insurance It it and it won't be cheap. No, and that's one of the big differences. So Mm -hmm. the way this works, like we said, it's not medically sanctioned. Mm -mm. What what it's generally done is kind of almost like Tupperware party or, you know, (laughs) kind of kind of like someone will come into a community and be like, oh, you know, I've or a friend may be like, oh, we're doing silicone injections over at this place. And this person, they'll take you to a hotel room. Usually it's usually. Yeah, it's something like that. Someone might be even be wearing scrubs. They mm-hmm. might have the the tubes of the stuff, and it'll be super affordable. Those of you who are transitioning, no, transition ain't cheap. Mm-mm. This stuff is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can get your hips done, your butt done, everything for like fifteen hundred bucks. But you know what else is cheap? Scrubs in a white coat. You can just buy that. Yeah. If you see that, that doesn't mean you're talking to a medical professional. There no. are stores that sell uniforms for nurses and doctors and you just buy it so a lot of times they're going to have medical-esque language and try to appear medical or call it a clinic or say that they have training or explain that it is the exact same product that a doctor would use in their office be skeptical keep your eyes open look for red flags and if you see them run yeah Generally, the way the silicone that they're using is from Home Depot. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's like caulk for your bathroom. It's like it, they're using industrial grade kind of silicone. And it's there is medical silicone. Mm-hmm. And this is d- very different. Medical silicone for like an ounce of it is going to cost like 20 grand. It's expensive. For this, a tube costs $3. And they're not going to charge you 300 bucks to put thousands of dollars worth of a medical silicone into your body. Yeah. So let's say some of our listeners decide, well, you know, thank you for the information. With all due respect, I'm the one in charge of my body. Yeah. And these curves are what I need. This is what I can afford. Clearly, people have survived this. Faith and Kath aren't saying it's deadly. 
So I'm going to do it. What could they expect from that experience? Well, basically, we we actually attended a talk by a woman who had gotten this Mm -hmm. uh, in her breasts, her butt, her hips, and her face. Her face. And she said, basically, you know, a friend of hers, so-called friend of hers, Mm. um, you know, was doing this. She felt like she was living on the streets. She needed this to pass to actually live her life because it was dangerous she to was, be on the streets yeah poor as... homeless trans but not passing yeah and yeah. and basically this was kind of she figured this was her way out and mm-hmm. these people who do these injections prey upon desperate people like mm-hmm. this they are predators mm-hmm. so they basically take someone to a hotel room generally why a hotel room so that they can leave mm-hmm. and be out of town uh, the next week. So you don't know where they live. Mm-hmm. And they basically will just sit you down, give you, like, a numbing agent. Yeah, I think she was saying injected lidocaine or yeah. something like that. Um, apparently, it was injected via a huge needle. I was picturing, like, a basketball pump. I mean, lidocaine, they generally just do tap, 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 tap. Mm. Oh, you're talking about the silicone huge... No, no, first the numbing agent oh. with a huge needle. Oh, okay. Um... They even injected this numbing agent through her nipple for the injections of silicone into her breasts. That sounds very painful. Oh, my God. This whole thing sounds uh, painful. Apparently, it's excruciating. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, utterly excruciating pain. As painful as you would think getting a bunch of plastic injected between your skin and your muscle. I mean, that was the numbing agent first. But then, yeah, yeah then it was injecting um, the... Uh, Silicon itself, apparently the numbing agent helps somewhat, but not very much. No. I believe she said it was a shock. It was excruciating. Lidocaine is topical. And again, these aren't medical professionals yeah. doing this. A medical professional would know, you know, if you're going and messing around with internal tissues, lidocaine, a topical, is not going to do this. Not going to do much. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, she described the experience as feeling like liquid fire. It was pure horror. And she was bleeding everywhere yeah so cool 300 bucks get some curves that's what it's like yeah and apparently afterward they sealed the wounds with super glue super glue which you can actually do the u.s army the u.s army actually uses super glue in their first aid kits it's it's kind of a a quick quick way to stop bleeding Mm -hmm. when you're not when you're not able to do stitches i've even heard of some injuries that are uh in emergency rooms they'll use super glue like that you know that's not the problem here except it sort of is yeah um that it's a non-medical professional making the decision to use super glue which she probably bought along with the cock at home depot when she was picking up her medical equipment and also this practitioner gave her aspirin yeah Aspirin. Aspirin to Like, there's a lot of painkillers out there, but she gave her the blood thinning Mm -hmm. painkiller. That's cool. That's cool. Super glue, aspirin, and uh, and say goodbye. Yeah. That was her aftercare. Mm Mm-hmm. And if you've ever, you know, dealt with a human body, say by having one, (laughs) uh, you know they can react to foreign bodies with inflammation. Mm Mm-hmm. Ever had a bad piercing? I have. And inflammation is basically your body sending lots of fluids, lots of blood, lots of lymph to the affected area Mm -hmm. to try to kind of address 
the foreign body, fight it off if it can, you know, and inflammation can really cause a lot of, a lot of, a lot of pain. Mm -hmm. In fact, this woman said that her body was at like, like the silicone that she had paid for was actually like leaking back out these wounds. Yeah. Leaking out her nipples, I believe she'd said. Your body does not. When you, when you put anything foreign into your body, be it um, a pacemaker or a silicone injection, mm-hmm. anything like that, a piercing, your body's got defense mechanisms. It does not want these things in there. Mm-hmm. And that's not to say there's not reasons to have things in there. Of course. But, be like an organ transplant or a yeah. pacemaker or a piercing that's done in a clean and, and healthy way. Yeah. They're the whole business of medicine is about helping your body heal itself and not letting the body destroy itself in the process yeah so so this is why i'm having professional medical practitioners involved with things like sticking stuff in your body mm-hmm. can actually be very good yes it, it was interesting she was talking about the facial injections because she got her her butt and her boobs and her hips and her face um and she said she was in this hotel room with this woman who claimed to have medical training and was using medical grade silicone. And the woman said, yours is the first face I've ever done. Oh, it's something you never want to hear. No. And yeah. her face reacted quite badly. Yeah. To the silicone, but the inflammation did go down. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it, the, the body reacted and then stopped reacting. Yeah. And this woman went in for two to three sessions, spent about a total of $3,200 yeah. on these injections. And that's something, by the way, that they start out telling you, oh, it's just a couple hundred. It's just a couple hundred. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. then the price kind of keeps going up. up. Yep. Um, also, if you've done one boob, you can't not do the other boob. Yeah. And they know that. So this is also something when we talk about your body dealing with foreign substances, mm-hmm. your body will often, if it can't destroy it or get it out somehow, your body will often form a protective layer around it. Mm-hmm. Do you know mm-hmm. what that's made of? I'm not 100% sure what it's made of, but your body will basically form, a, it, it may be calcium, it may be something else, but your body will form kind of a hard protective layer around the thing and if you've ever seen quote bolted on tits <laughs> where it just looks like a sphere oftentimes that's what's happened it's a complication that can occur with breast implants oh i thought bolted on tits was the look people went for it depends okay. but some of them some of them might like harden and mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. or they 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 fit in weird play if you've seen a bad boob job it's mm-hmm. very possible that this kind of hard protective shell which your body can do can produce to I'm not too sure. Kind of isolate an invaded invader. Um, this happened to mm-hmm. this woman. She got hard patches. Yeah, and I've and I've heard of silicone, and, and she had, this woman even pointed out says people get this too. Men and women, women want cheekbones. Men want like more developed calves. Like you know, people get injections, cis and trans. And uh, yeah, she, this woman telling us about it described how some of it hardened in her face and in her hips and either that's something about the body reacting to it or the body forming that that protective layer or whatever it is but when she complained to her you know totally trained medical practitioner what did the woman tell her to um just roll it out with a rolling pin get a rolling pin break it up yeah 
Guess how good that felt. That did not feel very good. That felt, and she said excruciating. That one was so this whole thing just super painful. Mm-hmm. But she was also getting things like, and again, this is your body's reaction. This is your body's natural reaction to having a foreign body that's not being managed by a medical professional. Mm-hmm. Constant itching. Mm-hmm. Um, really, really sharp pain. Mm-hmm. Um, and eventually for her, it kind of, she went through a healing phase. Mm-hmm. And this often happens to people who get this is it heals up, mm-hmm. your body heals, it does its best heals job healing, it. yeah. and you look pretty curvaceous and foxy, and you're like, this is amazing, this is wonderful, mm-hmm. for a few years. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then a few years later, this stuff starts causing way more problems. Yeah. She talked about something horrifying that I hadn't thought of. Called migration. Yes. Gravity. Gravity. Always wins. Yeah, yeah. And this is why implants are handled by medical professionals who have precisely shaped implants and know precisely where to place them so that they will stay in place when you just shoot the stuff. It's also why if you if you get implants, they're always really high up. Because they drift. Because <laughs> they no, it's a, they're designed. If you see someone showing off their breast implants, they just got that day or mm-hmm. like two days ago, mm-hmm. they'll be like up around their collarbone. Because it settles down. Because it's designed to kind of settle down. And that's what happens when it's just squirted into your system too. It what did she say? It goes to the lowest point. So she said uh, her breasts. It navigated. It migrated into her armpit and rib cage. It sort of, some of it navigated kind of up in her her decolletage, the space above the breasts. Her face got droopy. Apparently, silicone's pretty heavy. It's dense. Yeah, it's, it's very dense. dense. Stuff, so that makes sense. And of her other other problems, other than itching constantly and uh, itching face and thighs and butt, she had necrosis. Yes, and if you don't know what necrosis is, don't Google it, it. especially with an image search. Mm -hmm. Necrosis, necrotic, it basically means your flesh is dying. Dying tissue, but like a pocket of dying tissue inside of you, so it's... It's toxic, basically. It's yeah. it's already dying, but it's like the liquefied, gross, dead tissue inside you makes poisons the rest of the tissue around it. She said she couldn't sit down. Yeah. And that's just like some of the bad stuff when it's in you, when it's under your skin or, or wherever it goes. But if it's possible that this stuff can get in your bloodstream... And if silicone gets in your bloodstream, that is, there's a technical medical term for it, which is bad. Um, this can literally, can screw up your kidneys, it can screw up your lungs, um, it could lead to kidney failure, it could lead to organ failure, it could lead to all your organs failing, which is called death. Another medical term. Yes. Might want to write that down. It's yeah. death. Yeah, she is not dead. No, she's not. She was speaking to us. She uh, recovered from this, but how did she? This is actually, again, this is, you you pay three grand to get this done. And then 10 years later, you are going to pay a hundred grand to get this out of your body. Removed, yes. Cause and they, to get all the problems treated. They literally have to go in, open you up, 
find this stuff and remove it pull it all out yeah, yeah. um this woman we we went to her talk she ended up getting a double mastectomy mm-hmm. to deal with this stuff because mm-hmm. they can't see anything in a mammogram you could be getting breast cancer maybe related to all the silicone in your system maybe not but it's super dense your doctor isn't even able to see if you have breast cancer yeah, at 31, and again, she probably had this at about 18 or so. Mm-hmm. Um, so 10 years later, literally is like paying tons of money, having tons of surgery. I think she said, I think it, it's like basically a year of surgery, mm-hmm. recovering from surgery. Okay, mm-hmm. recovered enough from that one. Let's do the next one mm-hmm. just to get this stuff out. And the worst thing is when she first started to seek help from the doctors and Thank God she had good insurance and stuff like that, so that wouldn't necessarily be all out of pocket. But it was, I think it came out to 60000 Hers out was 60000 yeah. And she's still going. And she's still going. But initially when she went to doctor's appointments and explained what she did and what her problems were, those doctors wouldn't touch her. Because she didn't really know what was in her. She didn't really know how... You know, what, what techniques and what methods were used to inject it. She couldn't really say how much or where exactly it was, although, of course, she knew where a lot of it was. But there were a lot of unknowns. And for that reason, the doctors would say, uh, we can't touch you because once we touch it, it's ours. Once they start on the process of helping her get all of this out, they're responsible for anything that goes wrong from there, which, you know is a shitty place for a doctor to be in, but a shittier thing for a patient to hear. Yeah. But yeah, if, you know, what would go wrong from there, maybe it was a silicone, maybe it was a shitty doctor. Like you, yeah. you put yourself in a place where you're very vulnerable at the point in your life when you're looking to fix this. Yeah. Also, when you're getting all of these surgeries done and you're getting everything fixed. Yeah. You can't be on HRT. No. Because I guess you, I guess if your breast and you know if it's affecting your breast tissue and you're in the middle of that, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She did show us some surgery pictures and gave us warnings beforehand, but one of them was you know her breasts before and after, and the doctors were actually really good. They were able to save her nipple. Yeah, she has, you know, actual medical implants now. She has breasts even though she had the mastectomy, but there was a a and like some stitches kind of near yeah. one of her nipples maybe just like an inch long but a, a series of stitches and uh for the rest of it was just you know her skin she pointed out that injury and she said back in the day when she was rolling out the bumps in her breasts one of the bumps burst and apparently it started to eat through her skin oh my gosh and there was this infection under her skin until it was out of her skin uh that came out after surgery and that's why she has that scar on her breast she was saying she had tubes in her breasts after the surgery she was draining for three to four weeks she had to wear expanders in her breast once the silicone was taken out she had to have those expanders in place those were hard as rocks and she had to get saline pumped into her breasts at every doctor's visit yeah this is just it's it's heartbreaking to hear about this, especially someone who at age eighteen mm-hmm. is taken advantage of. Yes, um, when they're in a very vulnerable position, mm-hmm. and that's the worst part about this these silicone injections is that this these are predators mm-hmm. who find 
desperate people mm-hmm. and promise them something that they can't deliver mm-hmm. in order to get their money. And then they give them slapdash procedures that end up really fucking with like their entire body and all their health. Mm-hmm. And it's just, this is literally the worst. This is people preying on the desperate. And if you're yeah. in a situation where someone does approach you about this, is that a situation where someone should call the cops? What do you think? I mean, I don't know. It's hard to... See, I'm not a huge fan of cops in general. I'm not either. I but I, if I, I think if I did, but I would you... be tempted to. I would at least make a call and just say, this person's offering these injections. People die. People yeah. literally die from these... You know, this woman whose talk we attended, she survived. Mm-hmm. Through a lot of medical intervention, mm-hmm. and other people die on the on the table on the hospital bed, mm-hmm. and the people responsible for doing her injections. She she knew of her person, of course, but a few other people. She talked about how some of them died from this. They were injecting themselves, or you know, giving each other injections. People, this is deadly. People die from this. Not 100% of the time, but a lot of the time. And when they don't die from it, then there's horrific medical consequences that hopefully they can deal with. See, in the case of, like, whether to call the cops or not, I don't know if... I would. I, I personally would because they're preying on people. And, I would and, almost... it, and if you're smart enough and you know enough about this mm-hmm. to be able to say no, they're going to go find someone else. That's what I'm thinking. It might be better to just tell all your friends and tell them to tell their friends. Like, maybe that's yeah. the best way. I don't think this is a situation where you'd be polite. I think this is a situation where someone is is hurting people. I'm just saying, if you're a sex worker or if, if you yeah, if you're in a situation, yeah, okay. If, if there's something, you know, because that kind of goes together with some of these vulnerable yeah. populations. If you're poor, if you've had trouble with cops before, I could see there being problems. Uh, yeah. So, so take into account your own situation. Of course, but um, these people are horrible. Yeah, and. What they do to people is horrible, and what they do to the trans community, most desperate and most vulnerable people, mm-hmm. is horrible. Yeah, it's it's unspeakable. If any of you are listening, go fuck yourselves. Seriously, like hard with your silicone gun. Yeah. So hopefully through this, we've been able to yeah get you guys to understand that mm-hmm. beauty is not worth this and then anytime anyone's offering something that sounds too good to be true Mm -hmm. it almost certainly is so you've got to take care of your health number one yeah absolutely number one you're all you've got we hope we grossed you out enough to scare you away from this i know overnight results and gorgeous curves i know how tempting it is and how especially if it's like affordable and something the speaker pointed out if you're all your friends got it and they look great yeah like i get it I it's get it why is. someone would do this if so yeah but don't don't please don't please, please don't. don't so please yeah don't. so this was a great talk a really amazing talk by kendall stevens we so appreciated hearing it we're gonna let her know that we talked about her on this episode it was amazing and insightful and gruesome and horrifying and uh and she's an amazing lady she was she was also very funny she's so she had a good sense of humor yes. and i think once you've been through that kind of thing you have to yes and she has a motorcycle and she has a motorcycle helmet with cat ears and it's adorable yeah 
Yeah. So, guys, thank you so much for listening. Thanks for listening, everyone. Don't get illegal silicone injections, please. Please. And we will talk to you next time. All right, everyone. Bye. If you've enjoyed this episode and want to help us keep making more great content, go to patreon.com forward slash gender rebels. We have many different levels of support and lots of great rewards, including drinks with the gender rebels at Stonewall. Please leave a five star review on iTunes. That makes it easier for other people to find us and send your questions to questions at genderrebels.com or find us on Twitter at The Gender Rebels. Music for The Gender Rebels is by Jasper the Colossal. Follow the link down below or download them on iTunes today. And for all our episodes, visit genderrebels.com. The Gender Rebels is a comeback sync production copyright 2018. All rights reserved. And to all you gender rebels out there, keep rebelling. Bye. Bye.